Welcome to the Pelham Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy McGowan-Ellis, featuring Angelia Pelham, candidate for Frisco City Council Place 3. And this is your home to hear from a strong, strategic, successful leader. Angelia, welcome. Hi, Wendy. I'm excited to be here today. Looking forward to, again, sharing my thoughts on uh, our great city of Frisco. So uh, thank you for joining me today, Wendy. Excellent. Absolutely. So today on the program, we are discussing unity, diversity, and the current political climate. So let's get started and dive deep into this. This is going to be a deep pool, I know. So Angelia, what's your background with regard to diversity, inclusion, and meritocracy? Yeah, so I, for the past 31 years, Wendy, uh, as you well know, have spent my career in the field of human capital management um, and really all things um, uh, when it comes to human interaction, team dynamics. And so certainly um, the whole concept of diversity has been a part of, of that offering that I've provided to corporations. So uh, while I won't consider myself an expert, I will say that I've spent the better part of my career focused on ensuring that folks who um, come from a diverse background feel as though they can bring all of who they are to the table and be included and, and um, their merit counts um, just as someone who may come from a different background. Angelia, what do you think about the city of Frisco having 40% minority citizens, yet we're not near that number in representation, either on city council, in city hall, on the FISD board, like in leadership positions in Frisco, you really don't see that percentage mirrored. Yeah, I, you know, I will tell you, it wasn't until I really started to lean in on uh, some of our numbers uh, and our resident profile that I realized exactly how diverse Frisco actually is. And so I was encouraged by that. Um, but I will tell you that, um, you know, when you look up into leadership positions, both at the city staff level, as well as at the council, um, you don't necessarily see that same level of representation that you see in our, our, our um, resident profile. And I think that is an opportunity for the city um, because I, you know, I, I'll tell you, know, you, like I tell my clients and my cor corporate clients that I work with, representation matters. It matters that you have folks who represent the different people groups in leadership. Uh, having differences brings a different perspective. It brings uh, different insight. Um, there are different segments of the community that those different voices tend to hear that are amplified in a different way. So it, it absolutely matters. And I do think that it is an opportunity for our city to, to become more diverse in some of those leadership positions so that residents can look at our city council and they can look at city staff and go, oh yeah, there's somebody that looks like me. Um, and, and there is nothing like looking and seeing someone that looks like you that creates this sense of connection, uh, this sense of I belong. And so I think that that certainly is an opportunity for us as a city. Uh, and I think that, you know, there is a part of um, that and why I'm running. I, I, I think it's time for us um, to show the city 
um, that, you know, we are diverse and we do have room for people who have a different background and a different profile. So absolutely, I think it's an opportunity and, you know, one person can't change it. My running can't change it. But what I'm hoping to do is show others that um, it can be done. And so I'm, I'm excited about the, my run uh, from that perspective as well. Should city council elections allow for ballot declarations of party affiliations or independents? I know I'm switching gears here and this is, this is, you know, something that I know is debated across the city, um, party affiliation, not declaring, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I will tell you my, my personal thoughts are governing at the city council level is about making decisions that are in the best interest of the residents that we serve. And I am convinced that uh, party affiliation doesn't um, uh, make you any more or less qualified to do that. And so for me, I I would say that I would not be in support of um, including party affiliation on the ballot. I think that if anything, Um, I would want the residents to research me as a candidate, research my background, look at what I've contributed, um, not only to the city, but um, what my qualifications are to sit in a city leadership position. That's how I want to be judged. That's how I want people to make um, educated decisions. I don't want people to immediately say she's with this party or that party. Therefore, I'm going to vote for her. I, I think that we miss so much. Um, with a candidate when we um, put that particular label on them. So I I, I would encourage folks to dig deeper, do a little bit of your homework, look at what the candidate brings to the table, and then look at what you think the city needs. And um, so I I would not necessarily be a proponent for um, tagging people or flagging people by uh, their partisan affiliation. Got it. That makes sense. And, you know, our current political climate, it it just feels so combative out there to some extent. How can you help heal the hurts, if you will, and foster a productive dialogue across the city of Frisco as a council member? Yeah, you know, one of the, the competencies that I bring to the table, Wendy, and it's a part of what I've done for the past 31 years in corporate is I'm a bridge builder. I'm able to talk to different groups, different segments of our community and start to have common ground and show mutual respect and help people realize that there are some commonalities that outweigh any of the differences that we might bring to the table. And so I absolutely, I, I would make that a part of of what I am intentional about is building those bridges, bringing the different people groups together, helping everyone realize that, you know, there's only so far that we can go um, being polarized. Um, At some point, you've got to ask yourself to what end, where does this go by each of us kind of sitting in our own entrenched corners? Um, At some point, we've got to come together and realize that we all want what's best for Frisco. We all shop at the same Target. We all go to the same restaurants. We all, um, you know, stop at the same dry cleaners. I mean, we share the city. And so I want us to share it with mutual respect and um, dignity and understanding and appreciation for each other. And And that's not easy, especially in today's polarized environment. But I think if we start to listen more to one another, if we start to realize that just because you have a different perspective doesn't mean that I can't love you, doesn't mean that you and I can't be friends. Uh, And as I share with you on an earlier podcast, 
my entire campaign team brings a different perspective to the table. We have different partisan ideology. We have different philosophies. But I can tell you that there are no um, better uh, folks that I would have on my team uh, than the four women that I have on my team. I, we, we love each other, although we have very different perspectives and we share that. We're comfortable enough to share our different perspectives, but know at the end of the day that there's going to be mutual respect. And I think the more we can do that um, as citizens, the better our city will be, the better our country will be. Amen on that one. Mutual respect. I love it. So Angelia, thank you for your thoughts today. For those of you listening, please share this podcast and visit AngeliaForFrisco.com for all the up-to-date information on Angelia, her platforms and positions to help shape the future of Frisco. Angelia, thank you again so much. Thank you, Wendy, for joining me today. And uh, thank you, Frisco, for tuning in. Hopefully you will tune in to our next podcast. Everyone have a great day and stay safe out there.